I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Modern podcast. I am your host, Stephanie. And I'm Jessie. And today we are here to talk to you guys about tips for setting boundaries with clients. So important. So important to have if you're operating a business. And honestly, I wish I could go back in time and tell myself some of these tips from the very, very beginning. Mm -hmm. Wake up, Stephanie. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so good. This is going to be a good one for anybody at any stage in your business. And Mm -hmm. honestly, something that I think everybody can relate to. And maybe you already have some boundaries in your business, but it's always good to hear them again and feel refreshed on why we do this, right? Yeah. I think this doesn't honestly get talked about enough. I think people just think as a self-employed person that it's the norm to be pushed and shoved around by clients and to just always feel exhausted and things like that. I feel like that's kind of how entrepreneurship is portrayed, but I think it's just as important to talk about setting boundaries. So I'm really glad we're diving into this today. Definitely. And honestly, boundaries are something that each individual business owner, you, you must set and you have, you have to determine them, right? Um, your boundaries may look different than mine and Jesse's and that's normal. Um, also your boundaries might change. They might change over the course of your business. Mine have, uh, and that's totally okay too. So don't, you know, lock something in and then maybe later on it doesn't work for you. It's okay to shift that and make it work for you and your family or your life. Um, so one of the biggest tips, uh, to kick this off that I have for setting boundaries in your life is to have a written or typed list of your boundaries and policies. Um, this may not be something that's, you know, taped up in your office or anything. Maybe it's just a scribble on a notepad because one day you had a hard day and you just needed to like refresh yourself and remind yourself. But honestly, I find that so many times, especially like Jesse said, as entrepreneurs, we become yes people and I'm guilty of it. And not just in my professional life, but even in my personal life. And so I've had to work really hard over the years to become more protective and respectful of my boundaries and my time and my family's time, honestly. Um, And so having that like written down or at least, you know what I mean? You have a good idea of what all of these are, then you're more inclined to say no when you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Honestly, sometimes I think creating boundaries is a trial and error process. Sometimes you have to do things to figure out that you don't like them or (laughs) that it just straight up doesn't work for you. I feel like my first year in real estate was so much this way. It was just like I was just exploding and having lots of clients and things like that. And I kind of had to figure it out on my own and, and on like on the job, I guess, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I mean, sometimes that's how I thrive is just figuring it out as I go. But then I got to a point where I was super overwhelmed and exhausted and I just really had to take a step back and figure out, okay, how do I avoid this in the future? Avoid burnout. 
Honestly, Mm -hmm. that's a big reason why we need to set boundaries is for that burnout. So I don't know. Do you want to dive into maybe one way that you, you know, kind of figured out that you needed to do that? What was something that you did? Um, So for me, as primarily a buyer's agent, for me, it was figuring out boundaries on showings especially because I was traveling so far for certain clients and people would want me to drop everything to go show a home an hour plus away in a price point where there's going to be a bajillion different offers and it just really wasn't worth my time. And so a lot of my boundaries are surrounded by the showing process are because of the showing process and because it can be very exhausting. So I, before I ever show my clients a house, um, I take them through maybe one or two phone calls, Zoom calls. Um, The first one is my buyer consult. Then once they get pre-qualified, I take them through another call where we go into depth on the showing process. So I give them some tips and tricks and we just talk about, hey, these are certain things to keep in mind when we're showing and that kind of thing. Um, because I want to clearly outline those boundaries before we ever get to the point where they're starting to send me homes. Right. And I have this here too. Like, honestly, whatever you do, I think your boundaries need to be set up front with your clients. I think if you, yeah, I think if you wait too long, the, the client may not take you seriously or just may not honor those boundaries or it may be just like too late. I don't know. Maybe they're they just may like be disgruntled with you. Yeah. At that point. Like, oh, well, we've been doing it this way up until this point. Like, you never know how someone's going to react, but I really like, and sometimes I find myself in an awkward position where maybe I didn't take the time to set those boundaries and expectations up front with that client. And then now here they are kind of pushing past that boundary where I like them to be. And I almost have to backtrack a little bit and be like, oh yeah, so you know we didn't talk about this before, but usually blah, 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 this is how I do things. Right. And that might not come across well either. But I think the biggest thing that I do with my clients is I tell them how I want this process to go or I I tell them how this process goes. Right. I outline it for them. So there's no question at all about how it works. And it's not a rude thing to do. Um, It's honestly so good for the client too, because they're looking to you as the professional to tell them what to do. They need to know and they don't know what they don't know. So you can't be mad at your clients, just like you can't be mad at your husband or your spouse or whatever, (laughs) whoever, because you didn't outline the expectations up front. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what we all get frustrated over in life in general. And so having those clear expectations up front, like Jesse said, is so important. One of those just kind of gave me the idea, and you and I are both like this, is that we both um, block out Sundays. Sundays mm-hmm. are days that we don't show houses. Um, it works out well with the way that our showings have gone in in our businesses anyways most of the showings are Friday and Saturday yeah and so that's a way that Jesse and I both I know lay it out to our clients that 
you know, we need to have Fridays and Saturdays to show houses, have offers in, so that Sunday we're, we're waiting back on offers Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Um, and Sunday is a day that, you know, I spend with my family and Jesse says the same thing. And honestly, it's created this awesome boundary where our clients, um, I'm sure it happens to you too. I've had clients that say, hey, I know that you don't work on Sunday. Um, you know, we'd like to see this house. We're open you know, Sunday and Monday, they'll, they'll throw it out there. But, um, you know, that's where you have to be really good about respecting your boundaries too. Yeah. So no, I love that. And a way to, to do that is, is through time blocking, honestly. Um, I was actually telling Jesse this kind of, because I was like, <laughs> I mentally time block what days my showing days are. I mean, every once in a while, of course, you know, there's that random Monday or Tuesday showing, um, and I can make it happen. But for the most part, the bulk of our showings are done Friday and Saturday. And so, um, loosely, how I use my time blocking is I, I use my Google calendar and we've mentioned the Google calendar a lot as being, you know, a big staple in our business and I time block things. And so it really helps me being visual. And I know for you too, is to time block things out. And so as we're transitioning, um, personally, I'm homeschooling again this year. And mm -hmm. so just to like give an example is, you know, I was feeling like I really need to nail down what my routine is going to look like. And so I went to my Google calendar and I started time blocking what my schedule is going to look like as we enter that season. And so I literally have blocks in my calendar online that say office blocks, showing blocks, homeschool blocks, I block off family days, vacations, um, and obviously podcast recording blocks. Yep. <laughs> we put those in there so that we don't schedule things on top of it. And honestly, it's been the greatest thing for my business. It's probably been the greatest thing in your business, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. And then you're not double booking yourself. Does it happen sometimes? Sure. But then you're more inclined to say, you know what? Hang on one second. Let me look at my calendar. Oh, that's during, you know, this block. Um, and you have to respect your boundaries too mm -hmm. so that you, you, you know, implement. So anyways. Yeah. Well, I think not just, it's not just about setting boundaries with clients, but also setting boundaries for yourself, just like you're talking about. Like right. sometimes we set these boundaries or these expectations and then we go back on them and then it ends up burning us. I told you, I almost did that this week. Yep. My client is so great. They're amazing. Um, and it was one of those situations where they're like, oh, hey, we really like this house. We know you don't work on Sunday. Um, they gave me a couple times throughout the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday that they were available, whatever. Um, but I almost said, oh, it's fine. I'll work on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But then what that would have been doing was not respecting my personal boundaries and the something that re-energizes me for the week, which is my family day. Yeah. And day to go to church and day to catch up on groceries and day to whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so it could have been really easy for me to say yes then. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so a client may ask you to show a house on your quote day off or a client may send you a text at like 9 or 10 p.m. But ultimately, it's your choice on whether or not you respond to them or whether or not you open up that door. And then when you open that door once, then they're just going to keep pushing until pushing and pushing, right? So if you would have said, yes, I can show you this house today on a Sunday, what would have happened next week when they're texting you again on Sunday and saying, hey, exactly, can you show us this house? And then you're like, well, no, I'm sorry. I, I, 
I don't, you know, don't work on, on Sundays. And then they're like, well, you showed us last week. I mean, and they may not react that way, but they may be thinking they it. may be upset you may be to a degree. It. They're like, well, you showed us mm-hmm. last week. What's the problem with this week? You know? And so if you let them, if you let them seep through one time, it, it's going to happen again. And you'll have a harder time the second time around to say no again. And then you're just continually violating yeah. your own <laughs> boundaries here. I mean, when people text me at like 9 or 10 p.m., I just leave it unread. And then I respond to them in the morning and I'm like, hey, sorry, I you know was either A, asleep or didn't have my phone on me. you know. And then I just answer their question. And guess what? They don't think anything of it. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. you got back to me. And whatever. And the same thing with those clients. Like if they gave you, hey, we're available Sunday or Monday at these times, you can say, okay, let's just book for Monday at six or whatever. Exactly. Then they don't think anything of it and you respected your boundary. That's exactly what we ended up doing. And kind of going off of the hours thing that you said too, um, I feel like it can sound like such a basic and a duh topic, but as a business owner, I think we are all guilty of this. Um, like you said, we answer calls sometimes at 9 p.m., 10 p.m. texts. Um, you know, we get up from dinner with our family to take that call or to check our emails. And even worse, we skip out on life's moments to work 24-7. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm guilty of it. And something that I really learned over the course of the last few years, and especially last year, was that you just, you never get these moments back and no amount of money or time or that client ever replaces your time with your family or your moments and and things like that. And so you have to be respectful of that setting realistic hours Mm -hmm. for yourself and holding yourself accountable. One way that I do this, Jesse, and Mm -hmm. I know, I think you do it too, is, um, we have the silent mode or nighttime Mode yeah, on the my do phone. not disturb. There yeah. you go. It's do not disturb. I always call it the and screen mode. time too. You can set scre- uh, a limits on limit. apps. I know you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my like off time at night is like I do scroll and um, I've had people ask me actually. They're like, but what if your like clients can see that you're online? And I'm like, I'm allowed to be a human too. Yeah. So just because you've messaged me at 9 p.m. at night and it shows that I'm active on social media does not mean that I'm working. I am at home, Stephanie. I'm relaxing in my bed. I'm not going through work right now. If there's a dire emergency, then maybe, sure, different situations. But honestly, who's up at 10 p.m.? Honestly, I... 12 p.m. making changes. I'm going to answer this question and then I want you to answer this question. Okay. I have never once had someone be like, I saw that you were online on Instagram and you didn't respond to my message. No, I have not either. Yeah, me neither. I've always had the likelihood of that actually happening is slim. We just get in our own minds, right? Yes. Other people do. We we get in our own heads and we think, oh my gosh, they're going to see that I'm online. Or I've heard it from other agents. Like they're going to see that I'm off today and I'm like camping or I'm at the lake or whatever because I use social media in my business and I want to be able to post you know, what I'm up to. And I'm like, honestly, if you had clear expectations with your clients up front, you know, before I go on a big trip, my clients all get the same, same outline. Hey, I am going to be out of town from this date to this date. I will still be checking my phone periodically, or I won't have service 
majority of the day, but I'll still Mm -hmm. check my phone once a day or twice a day, whatever that expectation is. And then I always let them know that I have backup if there is a showing that needs to happen and what that looks like and how they can request. So if you outlined all of this, you would go into your trip with with ease you just you would feel better they know what to expect you know what to expect so anyways i'm kind of getting off on a tangent here (laughs) no it's a good tangent though i mean (laughs) i mean we most of us become self-employed because we want to create our own schedule right we want some type of flexibility that's so then why the hell do we let our clients give us the runaround anyway it like defeats the whole purpose of why we became self-employed you know, like, yes, do I want to make tons of money and do I want to work hard and enjoy my life? Absolutely. But you know what? I also want to enjoy an episode on Netflix without being bothered by a client too. Like I think feeling guilty for it. You can have both. Like I hate this whole, like you have to be hustle and grind and you can't have an ounce of free time and you can't do anything and you can't spend any money. I hate all that. I think there has to be just some type of balance of like, I can be on a budget, but also like splurge on an item, but I can also be self-employed and have days off. Definitely. 1000%. Like you can have both you guys, you just have to figure out what works for you, what your boundaries are then implement them and stick to them. Right. And that kind of goes into also just having policies, clear set policies. Um, It's so important, like we've said, to have clients who are respectful of my time, but I'm also respectful of their time. I understand that they work and they have a family and they have things. And so, um, you know, if you have a client that's continually disrespecting your time, canceling last minute, no showing, um, maybe they're just blatantly rude. Okay, maybe you've had that client. Um, It can be really hard on you and really stressful. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, it just really takes away from all that you could be doing otherwise in your business because this particular client is really weighing you down. And so having some clear policies of do you accept no shows? What is your cancellation policy? Mm -hmm. You know, if you had a client that I've heard this from agents, I've luckily not encountered it, but They've had a client that they've, this client has wanted to go see a house multiple times, right? They set up the appointment, they show up, the client no shows. Mm. Then they get another message from this client. This client wants to go out and see a house. The agent books it, they show up, the client no shows. How many times are you going to allow this disrespect, honestly, of your business? Mm Mm-hmm. Stop allowing it. An example of kind of setting a policy that I recently had to do in my business is, so my buyer consultations are held via Zoom, right? Right. And so I will sometimes plan my day around those. So like I have, you know, certain time slots and and things like that to where people can schedule calls with me. But sometimes- Oh, you set your hours, you mean? Yeah. Well, yes. (laughs) I set my hours in Calendly, but also sometimes like, I'm like, okay, so I have this call at 5 PM and maybe I'm out running errands and I make sure that I'm home by 5 PM for this call. Right. Well, I've had a ton of people just straight up not show up on the call. And kind of the way that I operate that is I get on the zoom call when the call starts, if they don't show up, within five minutes, I'll send them a text message and just say, Hey, we had this call scheduled. You know, are you able to make it or do we need to reschedule? 
And then if another five minutes passes and we're 10 minutes into the call, um, I will then send them another text message and say, hey, I'm sorry you couldn't make it to our call. I'm ending this call today. Here's a link to reschedule. And what I had to do was I felt like I was getting people that would get like really excited and they'd respond when I'd confirm the meeting and then they just out of nowhere no show. And it just frustrated me to the point this one time, like the the cheek, the girl had her read receipts on and I could see that she saw my messages, but she never that. got back to me. And so on my buyer consultation, like questionnaire form, when they go to schedule a call, I put like my 10 minute policy. I have them basically say that they understand that if within 10 minutes of the start time of the call, if they don't show up, like I, You're ending I'm call. going to end the call. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, so that's something that I did recently and I just want people to be aware of that I love policy. That. I haven't put the policy on my Calendly, so that gives me an idea, but I, I too do the same thing. If it's been 10 minutes, um, I actually just close it out and I send them an email mm -hmm. I say, Hey, missed you on our call today. You know, would love to reconnect with you. If you're still interested in buying a home, here's my link to reschedule. And, and if they do, then great. If they don't, then whatever. But, um, you know, you have to have those boundaries, like you mm -hmm. said, and that's a policy that you hold, that you hold and you keep. Yeah. Um, I actually had a, another story to share and maybe somebody else can relate to this, but I had a client a couple years ago that I was working with and I found out that they were working with me and like two other real estate agents. <laughs> and I was like, maybe you don't understand how this works. And so I did explain that you don't work with multiple real estate agents. It's, mm -hmm. it's really disrespectful, honestly, yeah. to my time and to their time. Mm -hmm. And it's not doing you any type of benefit because we're all kind of floundering, like who's helping you yeah. and where are we at? And things are kind of shady and it's just weird, right? The vibe is, is weird. And so when I had found that out and then she just blatantly did it again, I, I had to cut ties. And in the time I was like, you know, it does suck. It sucks because we're commission only. I was still building my business and, you know, really did obviously like I, every paycheck matters so much, but at the end of the day, that opportunity with her was actually her missing out. And that's where you mm -hmm. have to reframe your mind is that I know I'm a great real estate agent. I feel really bad for her because she's working with, you know, whatever other agents out there that are clearly okay with being trampled on. Mm -hmm. And I actually feel worse for that agent even who clearly doesn't have boundaries because had we have all been united in the fact that like, this is not okay. You don't treat us like this. Like mm -hmm. we would set a level or a bar an expectation just as a whole in our industry too. Yeah. So. Cause it really is a thing in real estate, like the hustle and grind, the being available all the time, the showing on the days off, like, oh, headed on vacation, but can you show me this house one more time before you leave or something? Right. Like it's a very big thing in the real estate world. And very normal. I think like it's time that we put our foot down. And I mean, I think just collectively as a society, 
some people like some of the older generations are thinking that the younger generations are more sensitive and and things like that but in reality what i think it is is we're just becoming more aware of how toxic people are treating us and we're getting to the point where we feel comfortable and empowered to actually call them out on it right and we're not the ones that are being sensitive it's the people who are being called out <laughs> that are being sensitive, being sensitive because they've been this way their entire life and that's just how they are and they've just accepted that that's just how things are when the younger generations are much more like no like that's not okay anymore a lot of teams though do that too they put in like that hustle culture and like be available answer your phone be on the phones like it's mm -hmm. all of this and i and i get it there is a, an extent that you do need to be a strong you have to have a strong work ethic yeah <laughs> and be willing sometimes to to work really hard especially in the beginning of your business but you know, like we've been saying, there's boundaries to this. There's a level. You don't want to create burnout in your business. And you also need to, um, like I said, I think we all need to uphold a certain level of expectation so that when the population is working with us, there's respect. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not just all out here being used car salesmen yeah. and, you know, just all stepping on each other in order to make a sale like that to me is just not how I operate in my business. And you know, that other agent, good for them that they wanted to be walked <laughs> on, but I personally will not be. And so. See, and I think before we like wrap up this episode, I think we need to talk about the fear of, well, if I set boundaries, am I going to shut off potential business? And right. I think there's a risk to that. I think there are definitely people out there who want to manipulate and be controlling and want to walk all over you. And they will if you let them. But I think, I don't know, it's up to you to decide whether or not how, how you want to be treated in I your agree. business. I look, at, I look at people though, okay, let's think about it. I, I, I know people who have a harder time creating boundaries with their clients and they think about it a lot more than maybe I do. Mm -hmm. And they tend to have more problems mm -hmm. <laughs> with their clients because the expectations aren't clear. Mm -hmm. I personally feel that I don't have a lot of those problems. Honestly, I don't have a lot of stories like the one that I shared today yeah. because the boundaries have pretty much been set up front and my clients are so insanely respectful. And I think that a big portion of that is because we utilize social media. So they know me through my connection points as well. They know yeah. that I'm a mom. They know that I have a family. They know. And a lot of those people are also very similar to me. So they, they get it. And you probably feel the same way. Mm -hmm. A lot of our clients know us yeah. to some extent because of our social media presence. And they always tell me, they're like, Hey, I know that you don't work on Sunday or, Hey, I know it's dinner and bath time right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't even say that. They just assume it because maybe she's also a mom and she knows it's like at six 30 and the kids are probably going insane, but yeah. I, and they'll tell me, I don't expect a response right now. Just, just getting it out there. Cause it's on my mm -hmm. head. It's in my brain, you know, and, and I don't blame them at all for doing that. Text me. I, and that's why I have the, the do not disturb feature on my phone is because right. I don't mind you texting me or calling me. I actually, it's great. It logs it there for me. So then when my hours do start mm -hmm. in the morning, hey, you're all right there and I'm going to get back to you. Yeah. I just think, I don't think that you can allow the fear of, well, if I set boundaries, am I going to miss out on people? Are there going to be people who don't understand that? And 
yeah, there are going to be people who don't understand your boundaries, but do you want to work with those people? No. Do you want to work with someone who's going to be manipulative and controlling and demand every minute of your time? Absolutely not. I sure don't. And maybe that, maybe that's going to take you sitting down and being like, okay, how do I want to be treated? If you look, if, if you think about it though, let's just like, I feel like this is a good place to, to really sit here and think is if you have a client like that, or you've ever had a client like that, can you remember, and I'm sure you can, is how much time, whether or not they were talking to you the whole time, (laughs) how much time did you spend working with that client, talking to that client, and then stressing about that client? How much time, energy, resources did you end up spending with that client? And was it worth the dollar amount that you got paid? Or, Or if you got paid at all? I guess that's why I don't stress about it because I, I honestly have the, I've trained myself enough in that mindset is that honestly, that person was only going to drag me down and slow me down Mm -hmm. because that person would have taken up so much of my time and my energy versus my respectful clients. I can work with like five of them. Yeah. Where that one client is like (laughs) having five clients. Yeah. So, so be respectful of your time and think of it that way too. Mm -hmm. Honestly, mull that over. Yeah. So anyways, we hope that this was helpful for you. This is a solid episode. Yeah. It gives you a little bit of a, a, an encouragement to set those mm-hmm. boundaries if you don't have them already. We're or giving you permission get, to get set to boundaries it. in your in your business. It's okay. You can be a successful business person and still have boundaries. 1,000%. Perfect. All right, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> have an awesome Thursday. And we'll see you back here next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to Socially Modern. Interested in partnering with us on our nationwide real estate team? Check the show notes of this episode to schedule a call with one of us to learn more. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for all the latest updates on the show at Socially Modern. You can also follow me, Stephanie, at Hey Stephanie Mainville. And me, Jessie, at Miss Jessie Lockhart. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you next week.